They have great identity. They're national brands. You found somebody, haven't you? You wanted a force. Say it. Oklahoma State's not going to change what you do because Oklahoma chose to go to the SEC. They need to change what they do because they're the ones that made their mind up to go to the SEC. What is this? What's happening? What Robert is trying to say is that we are getting a divorce. Don't do this. No. No. I gotta say, I could have called this one. No. Yeah. Is it our fault? Is it because we were bad? Please don't cry like that. Please don't. All Oklahoma had to do was not go to the SEC. So it is what it is. And in Oklahoma's case, I think they were more of what I would call uh, the reluctant bride. Financially, it's the only responsible thing to do. Uh, bottom line, we carried the league financially. Uh, us in Texas with TV money and whatnot. We accelerated Texas and OU withdrawal, which was a win-win for all parties. It's time for one last countdown and a final ride with the Big 12. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it sucked. We kicking this somebody. Uh, we kicking this thing off. Here we go. Live. From the Palace in Piedmont, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 Countdown, brought to you by Carter Jennings Law. Now, with today's team, here's the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. Thank you, T.J. Perry. It is time for the countdown. we got two teams going bail today, one now, one at 8 o'clock. Some similarities between these teams today. I'll explain as we go along. Let's remind you from whence we have come so far, though, um... We're concluding the second week of the countdown today. So a week ago, Monday at 25. Texas Tech, one of now two Big 12 teams on the countdown, came in at number 25. Tyler Shuck at QB for them. They get Oregon in week two. At 24, we had South Carolina's Gamecocks. They will be here next year. Spencer Rattler and Shane Beamer get North Carolina in week one. Speaking of, at 23, Mac Brown's Tar Heels, our 23rd ranked team, led by Drake May. They get South Carolina in week one in Charlotte, 22. Is that Texas A&M? Texas A&M. What did that do here? Two, Jimbo Fisher huh, and Bobby I skipped right Petrino over their five song when I this loaded This is them. Arkansas, right? <laughs> I skipped At right 21, <laughs> KJ Jefferson back to lead them. At 20, Kentucky was our 20th ranked team. That was on Monday of this week. Mark Stoops coming off a little bit of a down year, hoping for a bounce back this season. At 19, our fifth SEC team already in the countdown was Ole Miss on Tuesday of this week. Quarterback battle going on. Jackson Dart, the favorite. Spencer Sanders trying to dethrone him. Great running back, Quinshawn Judkins. 
yesterday at 18. The Texas Longhorns came in at number 18 on our countdown. Quinn Ewers cut his hair. They get Alabama in week two, which brings us to today. The number 17 ranked team in the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 College Football Countdown is... That is the fight song of the National Runners-Up, the TCU Horn Frogs. TCU at number 17. Here's a little trivia question for you, Teach. Who started at quarterback game one for TCU last year? Uh, oh, what's his face? Um... It was the Morris kid. The Mor- yeah, yeah, Chandler Morris. Yes, uh, Chandler Scoot Morris, Morris kid responsible for one of the biggest fights. I want to say Skip, but it's Scoop. Scoop. Yeah, Scoop Morris. Uh, remember when I used to be on with the afternoon guys, and we got in a big uh, knockdown drag yeah, out over Chandler guy. Morris and everything. He started last year in that season opening win against Colorado for them. Got hurt, uh, in step Max Duggan, and led them to glory land. Well. All the way to the national championship game. Do you remember what happened in the national championship game, TJ? Pathetic! <laughs> you are pathetic! Uh, that's this when is a uh, Nick, this Sab- is a barn fire. Nick Saban started screaming at television and stuff, yeah. What, 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 what is this? What is this? What have you given us? I wonder how this guy's doing, by the way. I wonder what his blood pressure is like. Uh, yeah, they, they didn't do well. But still, magical season for TCU last year. They got a lot to replace, though, including offensive coordinator Garrett Riley, who has left. But Chandler Morris will be the guy again this year. He's back. He's healthy. He's expected to be the starting quarterback for Sonny Dykes this season. And because of their success, they brought in some pretty high-profile high Transfer portal pickups, including Alabama running back, former five-star recruit Trey Sanders. They need to replace their running back. They went and got him. They needed to replace Quentin Johnston at wide receiver. They brought in another Alabama transfer receiver in JoJo Earl. They still have Savion Williams there, six foot five. Um. They've got Jared Wiley still at uh, tight end. They picked up OSU transfer receiver J.P. Richardson. So lost a lot of skill position talent. But they went out and did really good in the transfer portal in that uh, area. Uh, Offensive line took some shots as well. That could be a problem, definitely a question mark going into this year. Defense last year. It only ranked 95th in the nation in total defense. That surprises me because, boy, they hit hard. Now, they gave up points, and that's why they were 95th. But they they hit hard. They lost some key members of that defense. But they've got some uh, good, time, good players coming back, big-time players coming back as well. They won't be probably as good defensively this year as last year. And like I said, they were 95th in the country last year. 
Let's be honest. Cinderella run to the championship game a year ago. TCU was the toast of the country. They, I would imagine, are carrying themselves in Fort Worth in a more confident manner than they were a year ago. And they will be sneaking up on no one this season. Nobody was circling the TCU game a year ago. They will be this year. Schedule looks like this. Colorado and Dion to open the season. September 2nd, it's going to kick off simultaneous to the OU game at 11 a.m. on Fox. It's the big noon game on Fox in Fort Worth. Then they get Nichols. Then they get into Big 12 play. Home games in the Big 12 against, well, they got an SMU game in there too. Home games in the Big 12 against West Virginia, BYU, Texas, and Baylor. Road games at Houston, at Iowa State, at K-State, at Texas Tech, at OU. I think TCU, TJ, has a chance to get off to a pretty good start. Should beat Colorado, should beat Nichols, should win at Houston, should beat SMU, should beat West Virginia, should beat Iowa State. That game is in Ames. Iowa State's got all kinds of issues now with this Hunter Decker's gambling thing going on. That's 6-0. and Then they got BYU. I think TCU is probably 6-1 and or 7-0 and going into October 21st. But that's when the schedule changes for them. The last five games of their schedule, very tough. At K-State, at Texas Tech. We've already talked about how good they could be this year. Texas, that game is in Fort Worth. Baylor in Fort Worth. And they close the season on Black Friday at 11 a.m. in Norman against OU. First seven games, pretty easy. Last five games, very difficult. This team is not going to play for a national championship this year. This team's not going to a college football playoff. However... They are one of the contenders to go to the Big 12 championship game. TCU, nine, ten wins again this year, not out of the question. I do worry about the hangover from last year a little bit, maybe biting them early in the season, and maybe a game like, oh, let's say at Houston or something like that sneaks up on them. Uh, I think they're going to pound Colorado, but... We'll see. Teach Step back, but still a good team. And I like the pickups they made in the transfer portal. TCU at 17, too high, too low, or just right? Are you talking about too high, too low, too high, too right, just right? In the Carter Jennings Top 25. That's it. T-Row in the Morning Show Countdown brought to you by experienced criminal defense attorney Carter Jennings. 405-659-7221 or carterjenningslaw.com. Too high. You've got them too high. Uh, I am not a believer in TCU. I think last year was a fluke, and I think they come back down to earth today. Uh, this year, I'm saying five, six losses on the what, season. What, They're a seven, is, eight is win team. What and, is And uh, out of the top 25 when all is said and done. Too DJ high. says the Frogs hop backwards this year. When we come back, our good friend Brian Estridge joins oh, us Estridge live. Estridge is coming on. Uh, too low, Toby. You should have had him in the top ten. Voice of the Horned Frogs joins us next. We'll be back. We're talking TCU with the best in the business. My good friend, the voice of the Frogs, Brian Estridge, joins us live now. Good morning, Brian. I'm totally thrown off, I'll be honest with you. I thought you were calling me to talk about Kelly Maxwell leaving Okie State to head to Oklahoma. (laughs) 
<laughs> I had some insight on that. Uh, I think it's a you know great move for her, obviously, yeah. and the Sooners continue to roll. Hard to do, though, man. I'm telling you, the, the emotion there. But uh, I'm looking forward to see your pitching for uh, for Boomer. I know you're a big softball guy. so Hey, I, I, I am. Wanna, I want to be uh, the first to invite you to Thanksgiving with the Rollins if you need a place to eat. Thank you. I, I'm sure I will. We'll, we'll, be, will we be doing that at Love's Truck Stop? Uh, uh, which is fun definitely. Love's Travel Stops, yeah, definitely. Yes, yes. I'll, be, I'll, I'll definitely – and I'll be I'll be driving my uh, my uh, Chevy Rare ready to go. I'm I'm good to go. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you excited about Dion coming to town in Game One? You know, I do think it brings a sense of urgency that this team and this program needed. To be honest with you, I think it. You know, I think if it was going to be a, a season that you opened up with Tarleton, I think it would. I think it would kind of. I don't think it would bode well for the year. I think that this group coming off that national championship game and. And, uh, you know, the, the new leadership as far as players are concerned, I think they needed a sense of urgency like Colorado. So, yeah, I mean, the answer is I, I, I am excited. And now it looks like it's going to be a conference game in the coming future. So you got a little pride you got to play for at the beginning. So, yeah, I think it's going to be – and all eyes of the nation will be on that game. So, I mean, uh, what else could, do you want to start the season? Have you noticed the team, uh, the coaches, maybe even the fan base – carrying themselves with a little more swagger or anything going into this year after yeah, I think you see that in magic. recruiting. Yeah, I, I think you see it in recruiting, Toby. I think that um they they have um they've used last year to propel recruiting to where they can recruit in I think in any home in the country now they feel like and, and uh they can talk to any player on anybody's list. And so I, I think you're seeing that. I think in that perspective, I don't think that it was, um, I don't think it like permeated as far as changing the work ethic or anything like that. You know, Sonny's a pretty even keel guy. Sonny Dyke's a head coach. And so he doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. He, you know, he's a very methodical, process oriented guy, not to the point where he's robotic like Jason Garrett, but I mean, he's, you know what I'm saying? He's got a plan that he sticks to. And, um, and so because of that, you know, his theme for this year is uh, all stake, no sizzle, meaning, you know, hey, let's just go, uh, let, let's just go be the meat. We don't need to worry about all the sizzle around it, you know. And so uh, I, I think that's kind of what he's looking at is he'd like to see a, a blue collar physical football team this year that builds on what they did last year. Max Duggan's gone. Garrett Riley's gone. Uh, but did great in the transfer portal in replacing especially some skill position guys. Where's yeah, your port- biggest area of concern going into the year? I, I would say the biggest area of concern right now is on the interior of the offensive line from a depth standpoint. You, you lost a couple of really good players there. Wes Harris is kind of a blue-collar guy, guard, who gave you snaps. And, of course, Steve Avila, who's uh, in the NFL now, was a – was a terrific all-conference player. I mean, you lose those guys on the interior. That's that's hard to replace. I mean, the leadership is is what I'm most concerned about. I mean, you mentioned the fact that Max is gone, and Chandler Morris is as talented, probably more talented than Max is as a quarterback, as a thrower, as a runner, uh, maybe not as physical as Max. Um, but, you know, what we don't know, I think it's there, but what we don't know is does he have that same leadership quality? that Max did. I mean, guys would run through a brick wall for Max Duggan. I mean, you know, you, you sit here and you mentioned the fact that Garrett Riley's gone and, and Max Duggan's gone, and that's two of the best guys on the planet. 
you know, as far as just being good guys. And so, but you, you know, you're replacing them with, with guys who are equally as talented, if not more, uh, like I said, in Chandler Morris and Kendall Bryles calling plays. I mean, there is a, uh, there, there is an air about this offense that you really like when you see it. I mean, I'll be honest with you. It is, it is, it is multifaceted. It is fast paced. It is physical. It's a much more physical offense. Uh, than I thought it would be. And so because of that, it brings a, you know, you, you, the hair on the back of your neck stands up a little bit and you get excited when you're out there. Of the portal pickups, and you had a lot of big-name yeah. ones from big schools, is there one that's kind of risen and been the story so far? Well, to me, the one that I'm most excited about is Trey Sanders, the running back from Alabama. You know, was a top-three guy coming out of high school, goes to Alabama, uh, struggles to find the field, gets in a car wreck, Many people didn't think he would play again, uh, and he sort of remade himself. And uh, we had a chance to visit with him. I guess it was Tuesday. And you know, you you, you just you, here's a kid who's a yes sir, no sir, thank you, humble. Uh, you know, sort of appreciates every day and every opportunity. He said, uh, he said, I don't have bad days when I get to put the pads on, and because I didn't think I was ever going to be able to put the pads on again. And so, Trey Sanders looks the part at running back, and so. To me, that's the one guy that uh, that I'm most anxious to see. Now, there are others out there. There are other playmakers, obviously. And, uh, uh, but to me, that's the one that kind of stands out. You got a new uh, you got a new partner this year, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. 25 years with John Denton. We bring in uh, Landry Burdine, who was a captain here on the '98 Sun Bowl team, who's been a part of our broadcast, and then slide over another former safety in Elvis Gago. So, uh, you know, I'm. I'm 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 covered up in defense, man. So you know, <laughs> fortunately, I've been watching that quarterback series on Netflix. Yeah. So I've got the offense covered. Uh, you yeah. know, I mean, I, I'm pretty much now a you quarterback guru. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You, you Kirk can Cousins and I are on the same page. So. What are you What are you going to miss the most about me when I go to the SEC, Brian? You know, that's yeah. I was making that list the other day. As a matter of fact, just journaling right. like I do, try <laughs> try to do every night. Uh, about Big 12 announcers, and uh, the one thing that I, I, I wrote down beside your name is it was just simply the smile. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to make you smile, Toby. And uh, you know, there, there are things that there are things that stand out about everybody, but to me, that's that's the one thing is is the smile. And so, uh, but fortunately, I get to see it one more time this year. One more time, Thanksgiving this year, you get to see it one more time. So I can't, can't wait. wait. See it. All see right, it. Love thanks, Travel Center. Thanks for shoehorning us in. I know you're a busy man, and uh, good luck making a run to the national championship game again this year. Save, save me a Robertson's ham sandwich. I'm on the way. All right. <laughs> See you, buddy. See you. Brian Estridge, voice of the Horned Frogs. I am going to miss that guy, TJ. He answered his phone. President of the Toby Rowland Fan Club. May I help you? <laughs> He's a hoot. 758 TCU Colorado. Game one of the season on September 2nd. We unveiled team number 16 on the other side. We'll be back.